0: Welcome to another CPA Quick Chat about the coronavirus. We'll be doing this every day throughout the coronavirus pandemic and talking to different people, experts in their fields, about the coronavirus and the impact that it's having on the psychological profession. Uh, My name is Eric. I am the Communications Officer at the Canadian Psychological Association. And uh, we encourage you to go to our website, cpa.ca slash corona virus, where there are fact sheets about COVID-19, where there are resources uh, that you can apply to your practice, to your mental health. Of course, the Pro Bono Initiative, where all the psychologists across Canada are offering pro bono services to frontline health care workers, is up there as well. And there is a blog called Coupling and Trauma in the Context of COVID-19. That is written by uh, stress couples and trauma expert, Dr. Heather McIntosh.
1: Hi, I'm Heather McIntosh. I'm a prof at McGill and a clinical psychologist, and I do research on couples in distress, uh, most of whom have a history of trauma. So we uh, have developed a, a model of therapy for couples who are struggling with some of the impacts of trauma and how that affects their relationship.
0: And uh, working from home, I take it?
1: Yeah, the university shut down uh, three weeks ago now. Um, classes closed for two weeks. We're back up with online classes, but uh, we're not even allowed on the campus without a security escort.
0: Right, right. And how's you know, that going with the online classes?
1: You know, it's. A, um, I teach clinical things, so I'm in the middle of an advanced couple therapy course, and we have actors that we use, and so the actors follow us for the whole term in, in, an, in a long-form improv, and so we a final session, not knowing it was the final session before this break, and so we're going to try to do a, a termination session with these couples on Zoom next week. Right, uh, which is going to be very interesting.
0: <laughs> that does sound interesting. It presents a whole new set of challenges, doesn't it?
1: Yes, it's definitely not the was not the plan. The pedagogical <laughs> implications of doing zoom therapy we're not sort of on our horizon when we designed the plan
0: right uh, now in your blog post you make the distinction between uh, big t and little t trauma what is that distinction
1: that's a very generic term it's a, a bit of a colloquialism but the idea is that there are things that happen to us in life that are difficult and can at the time feel really traumatic um, but they don't knock us off our socks. So a little T trauma would be something, um, you know, a major life event, like the loss of a partner, you know, a a big breakup. But a big T trauma is something that, that really knocks your socks off. It's something that causes you to have to stop in your tracks, regroup, and figure out you know, kind of the meaning of life again. And those traumas are things like sexual abuse or sexual violence, um, domestic violence in the home, things where your life is put at threat or you're witnessing uh, someone else's life at threat, you know, where there's a lot of uh, terror and helplessness. And so the, the, the impacts of those different events are very different long term. And that's not to say that what is a big T trauma to one person might not be a little T trauma to somebody else, so much is about where we come from, our own experiences growing up, and how secure we feel in ourselves, and the age and stage we are at when those things happen.
0: And would you say that uh, in the current situation, with the added stress, the added anxiety, and the added fear, uh, just in the climate in general, that more often what would have been a small T trauma can turn into a big T trauma?
1: Um, Part of what is unique about this situation is the sense of uh, helplessness that people have about being able to do much about it. So there's a global thing that is happening. This pandemic has a very particular trajectory Where on the one hand, we're being told, stay home. That's the best thing you can do. That's the thing you can do to help. On the other hand, we're being told that it it could get out of control and everyone's health could be at risk. And so, you know, people who are in first responder situations, um, infection rates are really high. And it's it's very difficult uh, at some level to... I'm not an epidemiologist, so I can't really speak to this, but there is a concern that uh, infection rates among first responders are really high. So for the people who feel like there's something they're actively doing out in the world um, to mitigate by providing various services, those people's lives are at risk by doing the thing that they do. And so that you know, fits into that category. But then there are the people who are staying at home and providing, you know, like myself, mental health services. Uh, We're watching people on the front lines as we provide services, and CPA has come up with a list of psychologists who are willing to do some pro bono services. I'm, I'm also on that list. And so we're a little bit feeling helpless about how to be most of service and so that can really feed into a sense of the heightening of the fight flight and freeze response some of us feel um and again this is very much about where we come from in terms of our own lives and our own traumas being in our homes can feel very traumatizing so something that might be a stressor like being worried about a family member being sick having a parent in a retirement home right now is a real worry. But in the past you might have gone to the gym, gone for a run, gone out for with a friend. You might have had a number of strategies that you would use that would help you manage that fight flight or freeze response. And now we're being asked to stay at home. And so the fight flight freeze has nowhere to go. And thankfully there are a lot of uh, really amazing people putting meditations online, putting yogas online, uh, putting various resources including psychotherapy um, into online spaces and I would really encourage people to use those resources um, because being able to connect with someone outside of your family unit, to be able to be as honest as you need to be about how distressed you are may make a real difference in in how people come out of this.
0: Thank you so much for this.
1: No problem. You take care.
0: All right, you too.
1: Okay, bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.